Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here, drinking beer and play a game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 204. Thank you for joining us tonight. Brian, it is dead. It's dead. It's gone. It's dead. Our long national nightmare is finally over. It's gone. For at least now. They might try to bring it back. E3, gone. I should have set a timer. I want to curse, but I have to wait until like a minute and a half with YouTube's current rules. <laughs> Jim, you are far too excited about this. Gone! Jim, it's such an easy subject for us to talk about. I have the Game Awards. We have like four <laughs> Nintendo Directs a year. We have Sony State of Play bullcrap. Microsoft, whenever they have like one game to show every three years. We got, we got ways, Brian. We got ways around it. We don't need it. I mean... You and I have said it now for how long that... Who won E3? I won E3. Fuck you! <laughs> but Jim, what if they decide to bring it back in a different way? Whatever. Uh, did then they it's, say... It's content for me. Did they say why exactly? Because everyone pulled out. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Like, no one was going to be there. Where do, Is that always in California? Yeah, it's always in LA. Okay. So, yeah, does anyone... Here's the old. Does anyone even get excited, like, with the... Uh, what's the Nintendo one? I mean, the Game Awards thing? No, no, no. Like, the, the announcements. Directs. Yeah. Yeah, people get excited for them. Like, do we need them anymore? I mean, we're fine with the directs and the state of plays, because that's, you know, the marketing and how you build up game announcements and shit like that. Like, they put together little things for that. People get hyped for it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but, Jim, where will degenerates of gaming and gaming journalism... Go to party and do inappropriate shit. Uh, they're just going to... Love finds a way, Brian. <laughs> I mean, listen. If I was... If we were in that arena and that was like the fun go-to thing, I'd be sad. I would be miserable there. Yeah, I would be so sad, though. Like, if I was like... Like, if they... If there's no longer too many games and the closest thing was um, like... Uh, Magfest or Magfest, whatever. Magfest, like... That would kind of suck. Yeah, no, like, I like the smaller, like, even though MAGFest isn't small. No, 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 yeah. I like even Ooh. MAGFest. Like, I like, you know, the smaller convention stuff like that. Like, something manageable. Like, yeah, it's filled to the brim with people, but it's manageable. I'll need to wait in, like, two-hour lines to play a game or to watch some overly expensive showcase presentation or some bullshit like that. I don't need, I don't need to watch the industry jerk itself off. It does that enough as is. Well, that's why I'm trying to think, like, is there anyone... AAA developers, no, of course they're not going to be hurt by this. Was it ever really a driver, a good showcase for indie devs, though, do you think? I don't know. I don't really... Like, all anyone ever really remembers is all the bad presentations. And there's a ton. Well, that's... that's it's any, No one cares about the shit that shows off well or even as average. Yeah, you're looking for the shit shows or the ones that say... I, I think there was a small indie showcase at these things. Okay. I think so, if I remember correctly. I mean, we we don't need it. Listen, we love watching game stuff, but we don't need it. You got YouTube. If you're a company, put out your own shit. Like, comedians are doing that at this Rest point. Rest in piss. Yeah, so I know, Jim, you're deep down sad. This is how you're hiding it. <laughs> it's just a cope. <laughs> but, uh, Chambers, I do have to congratulate you and the good boys over at the Rem Dickman Show. Rich Dickman Show. Rem's the host. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> but th thank you guys so much for covering for me. I was on travel. I'll just say that. 
So yeah, Jambers uh, stepped up. It was a great episode. I hope you guys did watch it. And if you haven't already subscribed to the boys over there, please make sure you do. Yeah, they're a great bunch of guys. We're going to hit on their podcast in a couple weeks probably. So yeah, yeah definitely make sure to check them out. Jim. Ryan, I'm glad you survived your uh, bathhouse excursion. It was um, it was interesting. Did get, did have some good breweries. I'll say that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but uh, Jim, before before I fucking forget, real quick, Company Heroes Three oh, giveaway. Yep, yep. I forgot like two weeks in a row. Go ahead. So we have a winner. It's good old JD Mains. So JD, I'll be sending you. Uh, what do you call it? I'll send Ooh. you the link and DM it over to you. Uh oh. Yeah, so before we talk about something else, so Jamers decided to bring over a beer, and once again, if you follow our Discord, I th- did you put it on Twitter? Yeah, I put it on Twitter, too. All right. I knew about more from the Discord, but like, Jim wrote that he has a pickle beer. Sparks my interest. Now, here's the deal. I'm no stranger to pickleback shots, and even the occasional, you know what? I am even a fan. I go as far as when I'm at the end of uh, the jar of pickles. Before I dump it all out, I take a little swig of the juice. Big fan of it. So this is from Lord Hobo, and it's made with Grillo's pickle brining. And Grillo's, hands down, best pickles out there. You can't fuck with it. They're the ones in the big, clearish tubs. Yeah, and they also, do you ever try their spicy ones? Yes, yes I have. They're so damn good, too. Uh, freshest shit in there. So this... Bry. Go on. If I may. Go on. They've teamed up with our friends over at Grillo's Pickles to create this refreshing, slightly tart, and unique pickle beer. Infused with fresh pickle brine from their world-famous classic dill pickles, and utilizing lemon drop hops to impact a touch of lemon citrus character, we are certain you'll relish in this delicious concoction. I hate how you read it. But, uh, yeah, we were trying to figure out Lord Hobo. It's from Woborn, Massachusetts. What the fuck is that? No idea where that is. Now, here's the deal. Where they fucked up with the spear, because I, lo- I just said I love pickle brine and, and the juice, lemon drop hops, lemon and citrus is not something I want to taste with pickle brine. It's a, it's a weird combo. It's like, I don't even know. I, I mean, it doesn't really say, but I don't know what type of beer, if it's an IPA, if it's a, if it's a, pale ale it almost just seems like i don't know like between like a lager and a pale ale kind of i mean when you have it just says ale with pickle brine so it's just an ale yeah but it's like when you have citrus based hops like that so best case it's just a pale ale um yeah that not a lot of aroma there's like only get a tiny hit of the pickle brine like if you if if you hand this someone you'd smell you go oh okay as soon as you taste it Oh, you taste pickle brine. Oh, you do. But you get that weird bite of citrus, which in the back it end. like it like clashes with it. Yeah, what do you call it? Um, I will say, pour it out because when I had, so I actually had oh. this at uh, this random hole in the wall, like almost like a bodega, like beer store. Okay, like you know those ones where it's just like the uh, glass cabinets that you can oh, go yeah. in and pull shit out. It was just like that, but in the one L corner, it was like a sushi bar, so you could get sushi along with this place. So I got a roll, and it was pretty good. Damn it, Jim. Shout out to Mr. Pussy for the recommendation. But yeah, I was like, okay, this is where the pickle beer is. So I was like, I have to get some for us. When you drink it out of the can, you don't really get any of like, even the, it almost, it's just like, it tastes stale out of the can. It's weird. If it's like, if it's like out of the can and slightly warm, it almost tastes stale. But you do get the pickle brine and the lemon way more when it's cold and poured out. 
it's interesting. I'm glad I tried it. This would never be one I go back to. You're welcome. It's it's given me the flashbacks of the one we hated with the Old Bay, just because it's such a weird saltiness. I think I like this more than the Old Bay. No, one. no, that, without doubt. I'm not saying this is one, though, I also probably wouldn't recommend to people, unless you're like me and you really like briny, like pickle juice. Yeah, this one you can... Probably not a go-to. You, no. you can skip the the specialties from Woborn. Yeah, <laughs> just pour some vodka in a big tub of pickles and do that. Just drink the tub. That would actually probably be a lot better, to be honest. We might have to try that. All right. Do yeah. some Grillo's vodka next next time. Grillo's jungle juice, basically. I mean, shit, I have two things at Grillo's upstairs. I'll save the juice, pour it with some straight vodka. I oh, bet God. it's not bad. Oh, this is going to be a hell of an episode when we I do I mean, that. how many times have you done pickleback shots? Oh, a ton. So, I mean, that's just whiskey, so. Yeah, no, picklebacks are great. Yeah. But, uh, no, Jambers, so you and the boys were talking last week, and I was talking to your wife on Saturday, and I said, I can always tell when Jim is starting to drink a little more, because his Twitter gets a little more stupider and stupider, because I know Saturday you were away. Yeah. You said you didn't get that drunk, but I could tell by the tweets, you're getting a little, little, no, yeah, no. a little bit loosey-goosey. Yeah. And then yesterday, I guess you were catching up on WrestleMania? I was catching up on night one, going into night two. Okay. Were you drinking as the night was going on? No, I didn't drink at all. It seemed like your tweets made me think you were starting to drink more. No, it wasn't. Or me. you just get more shit posty as you watch things, I think. Maybe, probably. <laughs> kind of vested. So uh, as someone who is completely out of it, I, I mean, I... Watch Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. Watch that match. Okay. Watch that match. Watch that match. Okay, you, I'm going to say this. As your buddy, get off Gunther's deck. The amount you tweet about this guy. He's so good. He's, he's just a fat guy. Lost some weight, Jim. Just get over he him. He did lose weight. Just get over him. There's chops, I, Brian. There's just, chops. Just, There's endless chops. Just, There's earth-shattering chops. He's going to go nowhere. He's going to be like Cesaro, where he probably should have had a peak, and he's going to stay at a Cesaro level. Even though he's foreign and don't speak the English all too good, he's actually got a, he's a little bit more charismatic on the mic than Cesaro. Cesaro just could not talk to But Cesaro had a great swing. Oh, he did have a great swing. I'm just saying. A chop is nice. A swing is better. Oh, that chop, though. <laughs> Ooh, that chop. No, but uh, so seeing... I, I like I like seeing people's reaction because there is the part of me that, like, it does. I do miss watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. I can't... There's no way I'm ever going to get back into it. Yeah. But I miss that, like, enjoyment, excitement, and see people still, like, geeking out as hard as they were. And... Even though it's a criticism I know everyone gave with Cody Rhodes losing, it's what you needed, I feel like, to keep driving everyone to be like, I can't believe they did that. Like, how can you keep fucking this up? Well, it's because now everyone's going to tune and be like, well, how are they going to fix it the next night? If they fix it. That's the thing. I mean, I'm sure they will. I mean, that's some. Roman's had the belts for three years now. Like, it is it. This is, like, ridiculous for this era, for this to be going on. Which well, here's cool in itself. Here's the deal. Where they fucked up the most is, I think they didn't realize they had lightning in a bottle with Sami Zayn and that whole situation. Oh, yeah. They definitely, they always booked themselves into a corner. They, they did. Yeah. And it's like. But they, they salvaged that. Like, night one was a good moment with the tag team match. They built a good story there. That was fine. Yeah. And you could have finished off the story. I honestly 100% think, because from all the dirt sheet writers and shit, like, the Enforcer deal got closed within, like, 12 hours. Mm. So it was probably like, they're like, oh, we're buying you. We want your top guys to champ. For this thing yeah because like there's a clip you can see of like from the pre-show 
where it's like Cody getting there with like Brandy and his kid. And like they just do not look happy or like in the mood and shit like that. It's like probably. they probably just broke the news to him. So if that's the case, fucking credit to Cody because he was as believable as could be coming to the ring during the match, all that. Like you would have never known. He's, I mean, say what you want about him. He's a, definitely a professional. Oh, yeah. He loves his craft. He loves the business. So, yeah, he's a he's a team player. And he's someone that it's not a question of if, it's when he'll get the belt. But like it's I said. It's not going to matter as much by then, but yeah. Nah, but that's the thing is like kind of the same way back in the day where it's like you had that Daniel Bryan hype train. And there was moments where he kept losing. It's like, why wouldn't you just give it to him here? They almost fucked that up. And then too. eventually you do. The question becomes, though, where are fans more... You got this, like, love of Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they could have, like, it probably been too quick of a push to give it to him right now. I mean, if they gave it to Sami at, like, SummerSlam, like, Roman would be over the thousand-day mark by then. Yeah. Like, here's what I, one, one quick side note. As a dirty casual, like, I only tune in for, like, the occasional pay-per-view when it's, like, convenient or yeah, I remember. Yeah, of course. I, man, fucking Roman's theme is so goddamn good. It is such a good theme song. And I'm all, it's stuck in my head for, like, a week after I watch <laughs> And shit like that, but side note aside, um, I think like if they did some fun, what I don't, if they if they gave it to Sammy at SummerSlam, Roman would be over the thousand day mark for the title reign. You know, he could have that notch yeah. in his belt. You could easily build that up with how likable Sammy is right now. That could probably be fine. I would be fine with that. I my other fear is that they're just hoping that The Rock would come back and that they would do it with The Rock, and I don't want to see it with The Rock. Nah, yeah, I I would. Unless he's got something big to promote. I don't know why he would, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's 10 years older now from when he did even the Cena angle. And even then, he hurt himself immediately in the ring. And can I even say... Shane. My, no, no, well, that poor <laughs> bastard. I mean, here's the deal. Shane, years ago, I saw still doing it. And I'm like, that needs to stop. He did it last year. That needs to stop. I hope this is it. I know, like, he can't let this shit go, but my God, that was painful to watch because it's like, yeah, how old is he now? Is he 50? Oh, over 50, I think. So it's like, dude, once again, props. He, he has some of the most, he's taken brutal shots. Like, I'll never forget that Kurt Angle multiple slams into the glass. Uh -huh. Like, it, it, the jumps he's done, legend, fine. Stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Even seeing John Cena, who's in great shape. That patch of balding, you just you, time hits us all, Brian. I but it's like it's I dude, my favorite of all time, Shawn Michaels. You hate to see him even try to come back. Dude can stay in shape. He's bald. His eyes are going everywhere. I don't want to see it anymore. Right, I don't know what you're talking about. He never wrestled in Saudi Arabia. That never happened. He went out on a high note with the Undertaker. <laughs> God damn it! So now that guy's I, eyes just get more cross-eyed by the year. I it's I, I see all these legends, and it's funny because when we were growing up. You know, the obligatory, who's going to be a legend in the Royal Rumble? I don't want to see Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, all these dudes that we loved just become jobbers in future Rumbles. And I know that's what will happen. I don't want to see it. Well, though. Stone Cold and Shawn aren't going to do it, shit like that. I hope. Well, like, like Booker T came back to like retire at the Rumble. So sure. That's fine. Um, and yeah, a lot will come in and like job out, which is whatever. I mean, it's just, I don't want to, see, you don't, it's, it's it, it depends on the level of legend yeah. too. But, uh, like, the boogeyman has a Legends contract, so there, there's, there's varying levels. But, no, I, I, you know what? I am happy for wrestling fans. It seems like there's still plenty of hype there, more than I think I've seen in 
a couple years. So good on you. It was the best builder WrestleMania they've had in ages. In a while, yeah. And if they stuck the landing with Cody at the end, it would have been like probably one of the most loved WrestleManias ever. Yeah. It's... <sighs> Here's the deal. If Cody would have won, some people might have said that's too fast. And oh, they would have turned on him probably in two months. That's and, what I mean. And so, honestly, that's fine. Like, WrestleMania's about the moments, too. Sure. So, whatever. Yeah. but I'm not going to watch again until SummerSlam or Money in the Bank anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, but no, Chambers, I said I want to bring that up. I know you guys were talking about it, but uh, since last time we met two weeks ago, what have you been able to play <laughs> besides your... You know what, Jim? I'm not even giving you hell anymore. I want you to win Tetris 99 at this point. Your struggle with that makes me go like, we just got to get you a win at this point. This, like, Tetris it, 99 is my Cody WrestleMania. It, it's painful for me. Even I like busting your balls now. I'm like, he keeps trying. <laughs> I'll, I'll take months at a time <laughs> off, and then like I'll spend a week trying, and I'll get close a couple. You know what times. it is? You just now you and can't. Just you just have to. You have to power. Th- if you've been able to get through Fury and these R games, you can get through Tetris 99. It, it's got to happen. <laughs> Jim, one of these days, you're going to come over. We're going to stream until you win. <laughs> I'm gonna it die might, on it might be a six-hour stream. Six hours. A 40-hour stream. <laughs> but I want to see you win, goddamn. At this point, it's just got to happen. <sighs> now, the, as I said, when you win... Are you just throwing that game out? Yeah, just deleting it off <laughs> the fucking burning switch. It. I wish I had a fit. I'm going to go to a store and buy a physical copy and hit so it with a Just hammer, to do it. Just to fucking do it. $5 coupon a month at GameStop well spent. So uh, what what have you been playing, though, since we talked? Um, Not a lot. Uh, yeah. I've been just busy with a ton of shit because uh, I got like that Wii video out. And then last week, I just we recorded on Tuesday, and I had to, like, <laughs> I was not used to editing a podcast, so... Just like, I, it got to the point where like they sent me their like actual audio and like it did sound better, but the Zoom was good enough that I was like, all right, I can feel this. But my microphone on Zoom had was set to the default on the computer for some reason. Oh, I don't know why it changed for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, that's never from all the times you sent it to me, it never did that. Yeah, so that sounded like dog shit. So I'd use my clean one and try to like splice it in and match and sync it all up and all that bullcrap. Fun, isn't it? Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> So that took all my time, basically. I played a little yeah. more Sonic Adventure, and I still don't like it. <laughs> Sonic Adventure Two, but okay, yeah, that's really been it. I got to get back uh, into body. I got to get back say. to body harvest, but I just haven't had time. Yeah, yeah. I um, I oh, we do have. Uh, so Rem gave us uh, a movie, their movie request and their game request. So Go Bionic on. Commando on the NES. What is it? Bionic Commando. Okay, I and think I. I definitely play. I've never beaten it, but I've definitely played a little bit. And the movie, Ryan, have you ever heard of Tiptoes? You, you know mean, of Tiptoes? You mean the thing I said, me, you, and Nick have to review? Did you? The one with Matthew McConaughey playing oh, a little yeah. person? Yeah. Or, no. No, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is a little Matthew person. McConaughey. Yeah. Remember we talked? He must have listened to the Patreon where we talked about Because I said, I brought that up. I thought oh, I did, did vaguely break that up. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and I said that may be my pick. So Well, your job got made easy. All I'll say is um it's the, the, <laughs> widely considered one of the most offensive movies. The reviews aren't good. No. I I I they literally they did something to Gary Oldman's arms where they taped it back to try to make his arms look shorter. <laughs> so it's so 
I mean, do you know you do you know who Brad Williams is a comedian? Yeah, because he even talked about it. Now he like he can he can make a joke, at you, but he goes and he's like, it's like the most offensive goddamn film in the world to watch. Ah, now I'm excited. So yeah, okay. So that and Bionic Man. So Bionic, you know what? I hate to do it. I think Bionic Commando is not that long of a game. We may even get that done before Body Harvest. No, we probably will. Yeah. So, Sorry, JD. <laughs> no, but uh, okay, awesome. Thank you for the for the rec- finally getting those in. Yeah, and actually, JD, because he gives us so much, I'm not yeah. gonna say no to another request. Yeah. Obviously, uh, he gave another movie request too, which is what the fuck is it? Oh, Problem Child. So, oh, love that movie. Thank you for giving us something good. I love that movie, dude. I. That made me love. That movie makes me love Kramer before he was Kramer, because he's in it. And before you loved him more when he was at the Comedy Cellar. Don't you dare. Um, and then, oh my God, it's killing me. Rest in peace. Uh, the star, the, the dad in that movie. I've never seen it. It's the. Uh, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? He's. Uh, the, what Robin Williams? Or no, something? no, no. Uh, Seymour Hoffman. What's th- Three's Company? Oh, John Ritter? Yeah, John Ritter. Oh, He's shit. your dad. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I love that movie. Fuck, I haven't watched it in a while. Great recommendation. Thank you for that one. Yeah, so after we do Guido Poppy, we'll be doing those. Gringo Poppy. Gringo Poppy, whatever. Guido Poppy. <laughs> whatever. Ah, oh, Jim. You hey, you suck. know what? It was free and a half hour on YouTube. Couldn't ask for more convenience. We'll be getting to that. So, yeah, uh, since the last time we talked... Um, you know, I banged out Fury, got done Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, you know what? I need my clout, my palate cleanse. On a random Sunday, I started at Luigi's Mansion. I, I set up in my other room. Um, That's with, on my list for this year, too. Yeah. So I had my GameCube. I was like, let me just start it. And I had my son with me, and he loves haunted house things, and he likes, he's really into Super Mario's now. So, of course, we're going to go see that movie. But, um, yeah, it took, I didn't realize it's a short game. It's like, six hours tops mm. so i i got done in like two or three days it's it's fun it's good for like a halloween family movie i'm not a big fan of the control yeah so it's like this weird wrangling system where once you hook the ghost you have to go in the opposite direction it's like fishing yeah it's just goofy because they move around but i don't mind it at all it was fun it was like fine um and then I went right from there. So when listening last week to the episode, the guy, oh, sorry, um, Val, Valheim is now available on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, is it? So I was like, that's a game I want to try, but I didn't want to even put out twenty bucks for. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hooked into it. Oh yeah, good recommendation, Randy. Yeah. So it's basically take Minecraft mixed with Norse mythology mixed with. Procedural generation, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yeah, well, they called it Viking Minecraft. And I was like... Yeah, no, it's like... And I, what I like it better than Minecraft is there is very clear objectives. Like, you go beat this boss. Go do this thing. And it's more intuitive. Like, there's only so much you can do. It's not, like, limitless. Like, I can't build a circuit, like, in Minecraft. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've definitely been getting hooked on that. But I am going to transition from that to... A woman? <sighs> Coming in hot tonight. I, I'm trying to decide. Do I hook? Do I go right into another big game, or do I get out of like Illbleed and Carriers from Dreamcast? Like, just get them out of the way too. So I'm not sure, but yeah, that's. Kind of, oh, actually, no. I'm sorry. 
my next game is right over there. Oh, Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4. So I got it the day, like the couple days before I was leaving, and I was finishing Luigi's Mansion and Horizon Zero Dawn. So that'll actually be my next one. So without doubt, I'll be dealing with that. Cool. Will you get that, do you think? Eventually. Did you ever... Get three? No. You beat two, though, right? I never beat it. You didn't beat two? No, I never finished it off. How did you start that game and say, I don't want to beat it? I got dist- I think we got distracted by other uh, slight shit. This guy. And I was like, I'll go back to it. And then the stupid shit, he's like, oh, this thing where I'm a toaster on GameCube or whatever the fuck it is. You have some weird game. Oh, like, GB Robo yeah, on my list. Like, yeah. let's play that. But no, let's not play the game that remade a game you loved as a kid and you know is good. Let's play Chibi good. Robot. Yeah, got a vacuum. Fuck, Jim. I really just want to play through it so I can be like, okay, I played it and then sell it because it's really expensive. So <laughs> you ain't selling it. I'll you sell it. Damn well, no, you ain't selling it. Maybe. Probably just sell not. off your turbo graphics at this point. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right, Chambers. So, what questions do we have from our awesome patrons this week? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we'll answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So salty. Used to <laughs> saying that, huh? Especially after that last week away. <sighs> huh? Get away from the family? Need a little pick-me-up? A little vacation from everything? Huh? If First there wasn't up, this equipment, I'd smack you. <laughs> First up from Brian Reese. I'm 40 and work in a professional office. I have an hour lunch and could easily bring slash play my Switch. However, I don't as I would feel weird, quote unquote. Do you think there is still a gaming stigma out there? I love this question because I went through that same thing when I got my Switch. Now, I talked to some people at work and... Same deal. They got switches like when it first came out. And it was like, oh man, I would even. I even thought about like I'll bring it with me on travel, which isn't a big deal. You just play in your hotel room, but bringing it to the office, I feel personally like the switch is still a little too big. Like the Game Boy would have been a better size thing to do, but I guess it depends. Like, are you going to a lunchroom? Are you going out to eat? Are you eating at your desk? Like, depending on where you're at, would really determine how awkward it would be anyone that's in their mid 40s or higher probably will look down like that's ridiculous i think newer generations gaming is just like an average part of life and i feel like men or women like it's not weird anymore the stigma of like when we were kids like being a gamer is like not cool and shit i think that's kind of gone with newer generations but the older generations yeah, still, they probably wouldn't get it and be like, what are you doing? Like, that's kind of odd. Um, but I guess maybe it depends on the company you work for. Yeah, it probably depends on it. Like, I mean, if you're, like, probably in, like, a tech company, like, a bunch of tech pros probably won't care. They would, yeah, they wouldn't the give a thing. shit. Yeah. Um, actually, my one buddy, he works for, like, this, like, a huge organization. And they actually have, like, smash tournaments at work. That's awesome. So, it depends on the workplace, like. My job, like, I would only ever do it if I, like, went to my car during lunch to play. Because it would be, everyone would just sit there going, oh, really? Like, it'll be weird. Well, that goes with the demographic of your work is older than you. Yeah, it's a that, lot I mean, that, that's what do. I mean. Like, if, if it was younger folks at your work, they might not care as much. But, yeah, yeah, it's something, personally, I, I wouldn't do. Um, I mean, I, 
if you're gonna game, just game on your phone if you really want to bring your Switch. Like Jim said, if you're not feeling comfortable, do it in your car, go for a walk, go to a park, do something. Um, don't put yourself in a position if you think it's gonna be weird. Some places are still a little odd about that. Yeah. But that's a great question. I really, really do like that question. Mm-hmm. And next, well, last up from Burn Retinas. E3 is already going to be a topic. <laughs> Was it ever? So what's the next long-established pillar of the game industry to fall, if there is any left? Here's a dumb question. Are there still game informers? Physical copies? You can still get physical. Like, years ago, I just switched over to the digital, to the and I digital. never those emails now. No. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, for a long time, that was good toilet reading before I had a smartphone. But you can still get a physical if you want. I was going to say, is is there any other... I don't know if EGM's still around. I don't think so. That's kind of my thinking is, at some point, all versions of gaming, physical gaming magazines, I imagine, will be kaput. Probably. I mean, I still... I mean, my whole bottom shelf is stacked with game informers and gaming magazines that's kind of a thing. I mean, magazines in general. When I was a kid, it was gaming magazines, uh, car modification magazines, gun magazines. Like, you had your niche and you would get a magazine, horror, whatever. Now, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't, I can't even tell you the last time I walked past even a magazine aisle on any stores. Yeah, it's, uh, we're like even checking out. Like, you know, you have, you just get candy now and monsters. Yeah. Basically, yeah. There's like yeah. a there's like you know USA Today or shit like that or Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. You know what's odd? What I see now more at checkouts are like goddamn like Pokemon cards or magic. Like I see cards and weird collectibles. Like oh, they, shit they've like been that. there for a while. Cards have been there. For but a I'm while. saying like that to me replaced physical magazines. Yeah, like there's still some. There's like magazines are like almost more niche at this point. Like. There's, like, Retro Gamer Magazine out there and, like, you know, Sega Mania. Like, there's these little small niche ones. Sure. But, uh, yeah, for, like, the real big ones, especially in the gaming industry. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine if you really want to be into a magazine, it's got to be very specific. It's not going to be crazy distribution. Probably got to order it special. So that's the thing, I think, in gaming. You're just eventually, within the next decade... You're not even going to be able to get a, dig a physical copy unless you directly order from a company themselves. Like you won't see it in shelves. Yeah, actually, that's a good segue to an answer. I think one company is going to be the first one. I'm going to bet it's going to be Microsoft. It's going to be the first one to just stop doing physical games. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we we definitely have talked about that. I think if Microsoft, that, that's going to be the next pillar. One of the big companies is mm -hmm. just going to stop doing physical in general. Oh, if they get X. Pass and on, once it starts with one, it's going to happen with all of them. If Xbox Game Pass ends up on Switch or Switch 2, whatever the next version is, and on PC and on regular systems, yeah, they'll just stream all the shit. Yeah. They, we said already you can see physical as a dying breed by the sense of now you open up a game case, which is nothing more than a game key. There's no instruction manual. There's no... Like, like, the physical pieces are going. Shit, my son, for his birthday, just got Legos. I had to download the app to get the instructions. They said, does not come with physical instructions. You must <laughs> use... I was like, are you fucking... Like, so I had to download apps just to go through the a PDF of an instruction. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And it was a Super Mario Brothers Lego set. I was like, this is a big moneymaker. And Lego's expensive as shit these days. That's what I mean. So... 
when it when shit like Lego is is kind of dropping some of those physical features, yeah, gaming, it'll be there eventually. Love it or hate it, it's going to be one of those things where people's digital libraries will get so big because it is so easy to buy games on whatever. Physical, that'll go by the wayside, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, even for like a collector like me, I don't, I do it for the Switch, but like there's no point to do it for any of the other consoles. Even for the Switch, you could debate it's not really worth it. Yeah. I mean, that's got a chance of being more like, you know, the game's actually on the. Like, some you have to download a shitload of stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, it, it's a lot of smaller games, too. So, you can fit a whole game on there, but... Switch prices are just too fucking insane. Even this physical, especially. They drive me crazy. Their they're pricing models, I'm like, they better get with the program. Or they will be non-existent next generation. Or people will just keep caving in. and They'll just make all the money still. It's probably going to happen. Listen, Zelda girls will fade away one day. That's all Hopefully I'm not say. soon, Brian. That's all I'm going to say. Hopefully not soon. <laughs> but no, that is a great question. I mean, yeah, magazines, physical copies of games. I mean, other than that, I'd say pillars of gaming. Do you ever think there's going to be a point where, I mean, arcades are already on the decline majorly, but I feel like there's always going to be a market for like, like they're nowhere near as prominent as when we were kids. They're still around, but it's just... It's down, it's, down, it's down to, like, Dave and Buster's and, like, a section at a movie theater. That's what I mean. So, it's like, at this point, the consoles you'll have at home will be able to do everything in arcade, but other than having cool gun attachments or a full car rig. Um, so, yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see where gaming goes. I, I One day, I do imagine it will be full 3D, you know, legit, crazier shit. I can't even imagine where it's going to go. Yeah. No, but great question. I love that. Yeah, wraps it up for this week. So once again, thank you to all of our patrons for the support. And if you're new to the show, head on over to iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> I love your reaction to this pickle beer every time. I don't like it. <laughs> it started with you trying to be nice, and at the end, you're just like, nope, not a fan. Fuck, it's just... It doesn't... I like... I like legit pickle brine. Whatever that... I think it's that lemon, like, follows it. I'm like, ugh. Like, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know about iTunes and Spotify. Leave a five-star review. Um, we'll read any review you leave on there. Yeah, no, thank you, guys. We truly appreciate it. Now, Jambers, before we get to our topics, I did have one random question. All right. Of all, you know, I was thinking about this. After we did the Zombies game and all the tabletop games we've done, right. all the nerdy shit we like, one thing that neither you or I got into was Dungeons & Dragons. Now where we're, as kids, I would imagine you probably would have levitated towards that more than I would have. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I could almost see myself enjoying it more than you would. You would get way more into it than I would. Like, I would dive deep, but here's the deal. Did you, did, did anyone you know ever get into it and you just never got into it? So, there is... So when I was really into Hero Clicks and I was mm-hmm. going to those weekly tournaments, yeah, there were guys that I would talk to there that like one day a week they would do like a D and D night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll come. I never like really got around to it. Sure. And then there were, like they'd have like side D and D parties and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, I should come around. So like one night I texted and then like never heard back. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So like I was like I was like I don't want to like I wanted to dip my toes in, but I was like I don't need another obsession. But I was probably like, but I also had nothing going on then, so it would have been like. 
Yeah, that would have been the time to do it. You would have been, yeah. Yeah. So I was I was probably a text message away from being a D&D from freak. Being, that's the thing. As I said, the person I knew the most was, ironically, someone who used to cut my hair. And I would go in there, and she was a sharer. A chatty person, I'll mm. say. And, uh, Oversharer, huh? And would just, like, start telling me about the character she built, the world. And, like, I didn't realize. I thought D&D was always just, like a step higher than HeroScape in terms of like just complexity with the maps. I didn't realize there's like lore and backstories and shit that like games that can go on for like seven years. Mm -hmm. And then when stranger things came on, that made it more popular. And I, I was like, that's weird. I've never known a single person up until a couple years ago, person cut my hair who actually played it. And I was curious because like I said, you doing that, it's like one of those things I almost go like, could you ever casually dip your toes in a D&D? Or is it like an all or nothing? I don't know. Maybe, like... I don't know if like doing any of the video games ever fully recreates the experience. Because there's been a ton of video games based off it. Yeah. But I, I kind of doubt it probably does. Because I know like a big part of it's like sitting there and making your own lore as you That's, go along. And, yeah. Like, you know, using your imagination and imagining the world map and all that shit. So is you someone who hates story mm -hmm. and hates... I'll just say lore. Right. Like when you would play Hero Clicks and all that. But here's the thing, though. If I get into something, though, I get into all of it. Okay. So, do you, could you see yourself? Because like I thought about this when um you know I obviously with the games, the Total Warhammer games, like figuring out the backstory of like the tabletop Warhammer and uh, 40k. I was like, fuck, man, that's another one. Like you could really get into like painting these things and how deep you can get into it. Looks fun as shit, but just like you, I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I, I can't find another thing to get into like that. Yeah. But is any of that stuff, did that even spark your interest a little bit? Like something that you could have wanted oh, to get yeah. into? Because like when I was super into hero clicks, like that's the time in my life too when I read the most comic books. Like Cause you, actually yeah. getting comics and stuff, like getting into these characters that I would play as and being like, all right, who the fuck is this guy? You're like, who's Nimrod? He's awesome. Well, I knew Nimrod <laughs> from the cartoon, Brian. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like like my first veteran piece I pulled was like Doctor Strange, and I was like, who the fuck's Doctor Strange? Like we'd start to read like random okay. Marvel crossovers. And I was also like mid two thousands when it was like Infinite Crisis and like Civil they, War. Yeah, so like and like the House best storylines. Like, there were some yeah. great crossovers in that era too. Oh yeah. Speaking of Marvel, I know you're you're kind of out of the loop with it, but did you see they're finally in this next phase. They're bringing in Secret Wars. Yeah, like with Nick they're gonna Fier have to recast Kang now. Well, uh, yeah, well, but I'm just saying, like, that was the start of, like, all those other crazy stories. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, oh, like, I think it's a too, little too late. Like, if you're not going to have a lot of the original cast. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're running with a lot of the B team. And That's what I mean. We're, we're 15 years into it, so there's a lot of burnout, too. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's an interesting choice but same as you i mean you and i kind of i think went on the same track of like i start getting to comics because of those big crossover stories mm -hmm. but you yeah, know like i said it was just a random thought in my head i wanted to throw it out there D D, like it would be interesting like how casual could you could you get like a starter set like HeroScape and go i'm sure from you there. probably could yeah but we'd also need a group of more than just the two of us to do it yeah too. yeah it'd be interesting so just food for thought yeah but Jambers, what is our first? Uh, I know we had two 
interesting beer ones and the one I know you tweeted about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first is just like a TikTok that was sent to us that's probably not going to load right now because I'm in your basement. But no, the uh, pouring the beer over the hops from Mystic, it was, I think it was Mystic Brewing and Bucks, which it was Percocy. Yeah. So, so close to us. We could go there. No, we're it. definitely, I'm saying we're going there. Um, oh, we're to, going out. So we're so I'll have the video going as we talk. So a cool looking, I would argue, very psychedelic. Like you'd be like, okay, clearly these people do mushrooms and shit all the time. Um, but their specialty, aside from just their beer, is the hop tay, the hop latte. Hop latte. Thing. Yeah, it's basically a. But but basically, they fill the cup up with hops. You pour your beer over it. And then, like, as the day goes, you keep pouring more and more. But they give you a specialty straw that filters out any of the particulates. Um, like Jim and I have said. I Everyone don't needs need, a gimmick, Brian. I don't need to taste straight hops because... I was going to I was gonna ask you as, like, the more the beer guy. Yeah. Like, would that give you, like, a different sensation? Or, like, would the hops even have time to really, like, percolate through everything because you're just pouring it right in there? It's kind of a gimmick. So, uh, in a lot of the beer tours I've done, there has been ones where it's, like... I forget if it was, like, a toast... Like, I, I've tasted hops or, like, very unfiltered. And, yeah, if they don't have time to soak, you're not going to get it. You're going to get much more of the earthy, piney, like... So it's going to kill a little bit of the beer flavor you have unless you're pairing it with a hop that it's using. And it really depends on the hops, which is why I'm very interested. Like, they say you keep the same glass as you keep pouring if you go with this. So when we go there, not if, when we go there, because right. it's pretty damn close to us, we're definitely going to try it. And we'll, like, literally go, like, all right, three beers in. This is what this thing feels or tastes like. So I like... I do like gimmicks like that, and it is something of all the hipster weird shit we've seen. How we've never seen this before actually amazes me. Yeah, like because when I saw that, I was like, and it's not like it's only like a couple hops that you're pouring in there. Like oh. it is overflowing from the glass. Yeah, I don't even know how anything gets in there. You'll see how the video shows. And if you're on audio, oops. <laughs> I mean, and hops links will be below by definition, and you'll look. They, they they absorb a lot, so I also imagine it'll, it'll get to a point where it's like mushy hops are just sitting at this like bad cereal. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to try. I wouldn't mind that with malt or something like that, because that you'd get a lot more of the coffee flavor. You could even do it with like coca beans and shit like that. It's another gimmick. I mean, and then drinking beer through a straw, that's gonna be the weird sensation for me. Like I know. We follow that one Instagram. Called I drink beers with a straw. Yeah. I, I think that's a cardinal sin. I think that's not. I, I said the only beer snobbish thing I have in me is knowing I need to pour a beer into a glass. Like all these type of beers we have, if you drink it from the can, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. Drinking through a straw is going to be weird. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done the beer straw. Well, well, we did try to do it through a Twizzler. Yeah, and that was also like a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I did I did like that little TikTok. But, uh, Chambers, I, unfortunately, in this day and age... Brian, we are in the era of train derailments. Which is funny because if you look statistically, there's not more train derailments than their averages, but now everyone's hyper-focused, and every time there's one, there's like, what's going on with the world? Well, Bri, when you have to set off like a chemical bomb yeah. that affects an entire watershed, and the alphabet boys go, oh, no, it's fine. It's not going to hurt you. 
Totally believe that. What are the alphabet boys? Government agencies, Brian. Alphabet boys, Jim? Yeah. They typically come in, uh, you know, packs of three. Three letters. Pick your poison. <sighs> God damn it. Alphabet boys. But yeah, no, this train derailment, much better case. Uh, it was carrying a lot of freight. Nothing chemical, nothing dangerous. But it did carry a shit ton of beer. Specifically, and the- uh, Miller Coors beer. We're really just Coors because it was Blue Moon and uh, Coors Light. Now, Jim, if you do your favorite person in the world, Alex Jones, tinfoil hat, is this uh, AB InBev getting back at them for the lawsuit? Well, Brian, AB InBev <laughs> is getting in bed with the globalists. All right? <laughs> I, I love in this They're article. They're using the beer to turn the frogs gay. <laughs> I love in this article, they didn't say exactly how much of the shipment, like, of the freight was just that but there's this perfect picture of this fisherman who's like who like grabbed one of the bottles he's holding it up and there's just i love thousands of boat cases has a handicap symbol on it too that it's i did such not a most notice random picture. yeah no, look at it. the boat has a giant ass handicap like logo on it for some reason on the boat yeah like the wheelchair symbol yeah that is i'm trying to think how that would work I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, here. I'll show it to you right now. How did you not see that? I mean, I tended to look at the hundreds, if not thousands, of cases of beer behind him. Yeah. What I saw, the thing that threw me off, I'm looking at those cases. I'm like, I don't see any of the bottles. I mean, I think it's just all cans. Is it can? Like, I just, I feel like I didn't see anything. Or Brian, it's a psyop. Damn it! It's all fake. It's just a way to say now your uh, your precious cooler is gonna be three dollars more expensive. They jumped out my bar. The American <laughs> Dream, Dustin Rose, his bar was jumped out the rubber ring. Really, Jim? Is that your best lisp? <laughs> it's not my finest. I think I did it better than the last time. Jim, the real question is, how mad will you be in the future when they rank Rhodes's? Gold Dust is at the bottom of that tier. He is at the bottom of the Rhodes family, probably. Just fine. Saying. It's fine. It is what it is. I know you hated Stardust when he was Stardust. I didn't hate Stardust, actually. I you did not hate him. Stardust. No, I did not. You did. I'm just saying. You dropped a lot of hard R's on him. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Are we talking Linus or is it delineation here? You tell me. <laughs> Slander. <laughs> Slander and libel, sir. But Jim, my question is, all right, so I know neither of us live near that, but say you were... If oh, you, I would go the fuck out. I would grab so many of those goddamn things. Well, that's my question. Like, you ever see those things like on I the... I would be making multiple car trips. On the, like, <clears throat> expressway or anywhere where you see an 18-wheeler tip over and they drop shit. Like, say in front of you something... Like sugar? Sure. Like sugar. But say there was a keystone oh or my God. whatever it is. The real question is... Would you go out of your way to stop, go over, and try and grab some? Maybe. Depends on the car, guys. I actually don't think you would, Jim. I am a bit of a lazy boy. I, I would say, like, the effort, I feel like... And you'd also be, like, in your head, like, watch, I'll grab it, and then the cops will get me. And <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I would mind fuck myself out of it. You're 100% right. I, see, I probably would not do it. I would probably be like, oh, shit, free beer. But I could see you overthinking it. Like, no, probably not. I was like, I'm going to do it. This could be the time. I'm going to do it. And then as you try to drive off, you drive over a broken glass. Your tires pop. And you're like, fuck. I have had a tire pop recently. <laughs> I've had a tire pop and a rock in my fucking windshield and had to get that done. <laughs> nice so, two grand down to goddamn drain. 
own a car, they said. It'd be fun, it said. <laughs> so fun. Have a house. Have, have a house. Has kids. It's all good. It's all, every day's a plus. <laughs> the one before. Uh, Chambers. But you know what? You know what we can take solace in? There is at least some justice in the beer world. So, obviously, we did it too in the past. Everyone and their mother during March Madness does their own little tournaments. We talked about uh, PA, uh, breweries of PA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're another one where I want us to try out the top four. Poor Man's Brewing, I think, won oh, did it? their thing. Was Warwick at the top again? No, they got cut out. They weren't even in the final four. They were in the eight. Like so, I I don't know who beat. I think Poor Man's beat them. Which Poor Man's won last year? Never had Poor Man's. I never heard of them. So it's really making me go. I need to try this brewery. I've been to Warwick. It's all right. No, no. Warwick is. I think. I think it's just the the new girl in town. Where it's like it's a beautiful space. It's something to go to. The beer. Yeah, I've never heard anything. Yeah. Oh my god. Very busy spot. But yeah. The beer itself, it's all right. But, uh, you know, this one, the Beer Madness, and I don't have it up right now. Yeah, it- so the guy, Optometrist Dan, he was the one who uh, put it together. And he actually had a very, a lot of interesting listings. So it was like basically half macro, half micro basically on there. I did love in the in the micro, well, what we call micro. Like he just would generalize. He would just say Sam Adams or like he would say... Uh, Sierra Nevada, like he wasn't specifying which one. Yeah. So, so for the most part, it ended up being just this was clearly made for macros because almost all the micros got killed out really early. Well, he just put it out to the people. So. Yeah. No. No. I know, but I'm saying like this goes back to what you and I said. Like, you still forget how niche even craft beer is. Yeah. Even for his like, it's like any other hobby where for his like, you know, as loud and boisterous as the hardcores are about it, for the most part. People want what they want. People want what's easy. But Jim, the, you know, I people, people people can bitch about WWE and talk about AEW all they want. But guess what? One of them gets all the ratings, basically. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm very rarely someone who votes on Twitter polls. But I think because of a retweet or something you did, yeah, it got down to the final two, which was Guinness and PBR, right? Guinness and PBR. That is such a sin that those two are even on the same level so let's go let's go with the uh what do you call it the elite eight god so it was pbr versus coors banquet how the fuck did coors banquet make it that far that midwest folks yeah beating out sapporo and asashi and soul cerveza america over asia it's true ah poor sapporo <laughs> poor rolling rock getting beat by sapporo yeah but uh so yeah pbr won that to go to the final four and then it was uh stella artois versus corona extra Corona White, won that one. Wife Beaters versus Fast and Furious. Yep. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Miller Light versus Coors Light with Miller coming out on top. Yeah. Probably, I mean, I think our taste has proved that one. And then Guinness versus Pacifico. I don't think I've ever had Pacifico. It's. I'm going to assume it's a West Coast thing. Well, yeah. It's like not much better than Dos Equis. All right. So, yeah. Final four. You had Miller Light versus Guinness with Guinness winning. PBR versus Corona with PBR winning. Which that. That fight, I kind of may agree with. If if more international, I'm I'm still gonna just take a guess. It's more USA based. If more international, Corona might have done better. But uh, the fact that PBR got that far, disgraceful. It's just I thought all the PBR nerds were dead. 
<laughs> or over it or on the vaping or you sucking on their USB things. Like, I didn't realize that's still a thing. Uh, I guess so. But, but you know, it's funny. So I talked about being away last week. One spot I went to was a legit, like, craft brewery. The other one was a legit, like, Irish pub. And they had all types of Guinnesses. And then a lot of Guinness half and halves. Like, so they had the um, black, and tan. black and tan. But then they had the black and blue, which is Guinness and Blue Moon. Okay. They had a black and red, which was Guinness and some raspberry. Th- like, they had all these different things. But just getting a straight cold Guinness. And everyone, like, at the table I was with, like, agreed, like... There's something about just Guinness, which is such a good goddamn beer. I've said many times, that's my go-to, like, whatever beers. You're not a big stout fan. That turned you into it. My wife, who hates beer, can still have a Guinness. Mm -hmm. To fucking put PBR anywhere near that level drove me insane. See, that did drive me insane, too, because, like, if it was, like, a Coors or a Miller, I would would, would have gone them over, what do you call it, Guinness, for my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're trash, so. <laughs> Fucking Irish Budweiser over here acting like he's all high Listen, just because you're, you know, I'm not French like you, I mean. Anyway, <laughs> so after 8,400 votes, neck and neck score, and a bit of a come from behind victory, too. It was, yeah. Because fucking Justin Wang, you trying to fucking steer the votes. Yeah, real asshole with what he said. Ah, breaking he- my heart, bashing the Guinness. Look. Well, but Guinness came out on top of 51 to 49 Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. It shouldn't be that close. I, that's why I said I was happy. The clear, correct victor won. PBR gives me bloody shits. I could not go with it. It's just like, there's never going to be a situation except for you're on a beach or at a barbecue where I would pick a PBR over a Guinness. That's it. Like, basically, I have to be out in the hot sun to pick a PBR over a Guinness. And for me, really, it's my, if that's the only bar special beer at, like, a bar when I'm playing a show and shit like that, if they're, like, it's always going to be, like, PBR or Narragansett's or stuff like that. Let's be honest. At those bars you're playing, they don't even carry Guinness. Too expensive for them. No, they don't. They have, like, <laughs> they'll have random craft beer and shit yeah. like that. But, yeah, normally uh, Guinness isn't there. Yeah. But, um, anyway. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, it's always one of those. So that's, like, the only time I, like, have, like, one or two. But even yeah. then, I'm, like... I mean, it's all right. It just, it, it'll go back to <clears throat> like I, I, I'm with like you. I thought the meme was dead, but apparently not. <sighs> it's still the still the cheapy boy for the youngins to go to. So this goes back to what I said. Maybe next we have to figure out if we need to do it on Monday or a different day. I want us to do the macro blind taste test. We're gonna do PBR hams. Actually, girls. I did have a hams recently. Okay, how was it? So, yeah, like, uh, the Hams was kind of more, like, in that, like, Narragansett, Kensinger, like, in that kind of thing. Like, kind of lagerish, but, like, you know, cheap oh, lagerish. Oh, it's definitely cheap lager. So, yeah. you know, we did the blind taste test before the major three. So, maybe that's what we need to do is, like, those types. The Hams, Narragansetts. I'll throw PBR in there. Like, I think Jenny. we just need get some Jenny. Because they all definitely do taste different enough. And I am curious. Blind taste test. You know which one we prefer. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Then we'll do. You know, we'll do it again with the Mex. Even though Corona is not really Mexican, Mexican with that Dos Equis, Pacifico, do all those. Yeah. So, 
yeah, that was that was an interesting one. So I, it actually had me voting on that. So that's why I said I usually don't vote on Twitter shit, but that one it got me. Yep, Stan Denshaw, good work, man. So Chambers, I know you're not a a man who does his own taxes regularly. No, no, I am not. <laughs> um, but you are a man who enjoys his hentai. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, we all have hobbies. And in what I would debate is both a stroke of genius and a sad state of affairs. Twitch had to remove the dating sim that helps nerds with their taxes. Yeah. When Thank I, you, Zwick, for pointing this out to us. When I saw this, I was like, no. And what what's the name of the game? It's it's uh, I'm struggling to connect. Yeah, there. so I'm trying to so my shit won't connect right now, but Oh, it's uh, Tax Heaven 3000. Tax Heaven 3000. Oh. And you literally, as it suggests, number one, dating sims. I said Dead by Daylight has a dating sim. All these weird games with dating sims. I've never played a dating sim. I don't know what it entails. I don't know the market for it. Me. (laughs) I'm the market for it. Good old Newgrounds back in 2001. But, but here's the deal. Gang girl, girl, you guys know. There, There's always the... I'll, I'm just going to call it the libertarian take of school. No, just hear me out. Like, the argument for homeschooling and stuff, because, like, regular school doesn't get ready to teach people about important shit like taxes and this and that. And there are a lot of people. I was actually shocked. I've always been a person since I was 15. I've basically done my own taxes just because... I never thought it was that hard. Now, if you have a complicated tax situation, different story. But the amount of people who don't know how or don't do it, I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy. I'm not I'm not saying it's a terrible idea to have a game to teach you. But if you just look at some of the screenshots, the one is like, okay, like now just put in your social security number. And it's like how many assholes do you think actually did this? Yeah, I mean, like, you're still, like, putting in, like, your estimated income. You're and, literally like, putting the most... <laughs> all of your information. Like, it's your... It's your information. This is how you get your shit stolen. To a dating simulator. My question... Power of the waifu, Brian. Do you think it's over 5,000 people who actually did this? Well, I mean... I think it was slated for a full release and it never got there. It got pulled before then. So I'm not sure how many got to play it. Okay. So maybe. Okay. I mean, fuck, man. I think there's a lot of people who are sad that they already did their taxes before the game's launch. But. And the, and the devs are, of course, saying they have purely altruistic goals. And it which they- to make your taxes easier. Well, and it could be. Hey, they, devil's advocate. Look, we live in a very shitty world where it's very easy to be cynical, but that's it what could I mean. just be a thing where it's like, hey, let's teach nerds how to do it. What better way than with a waifu? It's genius, really. And I'm unironically saying that. Like, I think it is an actual good thing. Like, you could teach people shit through... I truly believe you can teach people shit through games. Yeah. But, like, when they say, like, put in your social security, do th- like, I'm like, come on, man. I don't know, like... What is the more sad part? That someone needs a game like that to teach them taxes? Or that someone needs a dating simulator in general? Unironic dating simulator. Like, because what was that game we talked with? Uh, 
uh, Pam and Michelle, like the, is it boyfriend simulator where it's like this, you oh, date like a sword. A, like hot tofu boyfriend or something like that. No, no. I think it's called boyfriend. I think it was on Xbox. I think it was called like boyfriend. Sim- or, Probably was. But like they did it almost like as a joke is like, oh, like what is this? How many people do you think use dating simulators as a means of? Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton <laughs> who do. It's, it's a very popular genre. Is it? I mean, not in the mainstream. Not not one of those things you like go and high five your friend after going. What did I beat? <laughs> twenty three and twenty three. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying not to be judgmental, Jim, but there is a level of digital version of buying a hooker. A lot of people do it. Most don't brag about it. Isn't that porn? I, porn porn's just accepted. Porn's you don't buy a hooker for dating. No. So, That's why it's better. This is the version of you're actually simping to an e-girl that's now completely virtual and completely made up. Okay, Brian. What's worse? Which is worse? Here's a which is better. We haven't Both. done it in ages. Go ahead. Which is worse? Go ahead. Simping for your dating simulator girlfriend or simping for a VTuber. What's a VTuber? That's the thing where like it's like an anime face of a person like streaming a game and like it. Like, oh, that's what that's called. Yeah, when it captures your face. Fake. And it's, yeah. So, would the game have things like micro purchases? So it's not just like a one-time buy. So you let's could, say yes. Keep it even playing field. So, so you micro purchases either way, dating sim both. or giving money to a uh, what do you call it? A VTuber. Fuck, that's a really good question. I don't know what's worse because. On one hand, you're like, at least one is an, a human, but that might make it worse just because then the human's like actually probably someone who would fuck over someone like that and take their money is probably laughing about it and mocking them, whereas at least a, the program is worse. But you're doing it to a program, and that's fucking weird. Oh, man. Shit. I don't know. Do you have an answer for that? Because I'm trying to think, like, what is actually worse? Oh, VTubers. Because e-girls. Not even once. Don't do it. Don't fall for their charms. So you're going VTubers on that is worse? Yep. So why is that worse than doing it to a completely artificial thing? Yeah, just a microtransaction like any other game. <laughs> but what if they're actually gaining a emotional connection to it? Which is what they do with VTubers, right? I yeah. presume. Yeah. Isn't it worse that you, like, they now know this artificial thing is artificial? Isn't that worse? I, like, In theory. I, I don't know. Like, I, that's a, I really like the question. Well, well Brian, let's think about, let's, let's think about it logically here. Would you rather su- support a small little team of people working at it, putting their hard work and soul into crafting a nice little world for you to enjoy, or just oh, one so random. You, you might have just fucked me on that because, like, I imagine the team that did put it together. And they're going to be some skeevy fucks. Oh, man, this is... Damn it, Jim. This is a good one, but it's also one that's like so sad to think that this is <laughs> actually a thing. Leave your comment below oh, what you think is you, worse. You, got, you know what? This is one I don't know the answer. You guys tell us which is worse between those. That is a great... Fuck. Well, what was that show... Um, Oh my god! I think they did a documentary on Netflix about these dudes that like would like basically be catfished by these women, and they would just send them money, never actually meet them. 
get pictures. It, fuck, it was like I never saw, it, but somebody was telling me all about it. I think it, I think it was on Netflix. And you're like, how could you be so gullible? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like that level of man. I I feel I feel empathy. I'll just say that. Yeah. <sighs> Shit, that's a great one though. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> I was due. Son of a bitch. All right, Chambers. So, uh, how refreshing was that lager after the pickle beer? You know what? The lager, I mean, I like the Chamney Creek. They don't really miss with anything. The lager itself, nothing really special, oh. but it was a perfectly fine lager. My mistake. It was not the lager. It was the John Pale Ale. No, the first one we did was the warehouse lager. Nope. Mine was a Pale Ale. Oh. I thought I grabbed the same one. They were kind of close enough a shade of blue where I wasn't paying attention. So Jim had the lager. Oh, way to go, stupid. Zenkoff. Either way, it was a good power. Yeah, cleanser. no, it was perfectly fine lager. Uh, nothing really to say about it. Perfectly fine. So now we are moving on to the shape of hops to come. Now here's a company. So Jim and I have said many, many times I hate the direction that a lot of beer companies are going with their designs. This one, they still put effort. This is almost a comic book style, and each label is completely different. I still think I prefer their old style, which was overly animated, but I love that there's still effort in here. And this is a 8.5% uh, IPA, so it's a hefty boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But Nishamne Creek really... Very rarely misses. But, uh, Jambers. Speaking of missing. Yeah. We talked about the PlayStation VR 2. A couple weeks ago. Was questioning, you know, they were basically, uh, worried about their lack of... Pre-sales. Pre-sales. How would the projections be? They're not doing so hot, are they, Jambers? Ooh, no, no, no. So, the article comes from Bloomberg, and, well... Let's be honest here. We're only going to be going off the uh, article title because Bloomberg makes you pay for the articles. So not doing that. <laughs> but yes, uh, so Sony's PSVR 2 is not doing well. Uh, IDC expects that sales of just 270,000 units by the end of March. I suspect the price cut on the PSVR 2 will be needed to avoid a complete disaster, he says. Now, here's the deal. Just as a recap, we talked about it last time. But the original PlayStation VR sold 5 million units total. Now, granted, in their first year, they sold just a hair under a million. And then essentially like a million each following year. So the 5 million was at the end of 2020. It was first released in 2017. We said when the PlayStation VR first came out, that was like the tippy top of affordable VR best technology and since then so many things come in oculus uh where do you the the fuck is the name there's the htc vibe there's the oculus there's the MetaQuest. yeah so like there's other options and where the vr2 and jim and i said last time we're not the experts but to not make your ship backwards compatible when people have invested in that first one those games and then you say nope the new one doesn't do it you fucked up so hard. And, like, like, it's more than the cost of the system you're buying it for. That's... It's a niche thing that you're... It's $550 for the kit, which comes with Horizon. Yay. And then, uh... Yeah, and, like, PS5s are 500 bucks, so you're almost 1100 bucks in. And at this point, I mean... 
up until last year when we were finally able to get it, are PS5s available yet? They're more available now than they were. A lot of people are. I know they're still more available than the Xbox Series X. Yeah. So it's like you already have this console, which was tough to get. I'm not saying that the console is overpriced, but to Jim's point, you now have a VR for a console that's hard to get. So all in, you're at like $1,200, $1,300, bucks, and you can't even be backwards compatible. with. Pro if you're the type of person to buy this, chances are you had the first one. You can't even be backwards compatible. Like, And there's still no killer app, and like half the library is just like an upgraded version for the two of games from one. Waka waka. I would I would buy this once it gets down to about 200. Maybe 250. It's a thing that would be cool to have. I would love Here's the deal. When we played that uh was it the Oculus we played yeah. at your house? Mm -hmm. It was cool. I, I will say the technology is fucking like I it, would love to play Beat Saber. I'd love to have There that. is something about when we play that Oculus, we're doing it outside. When you like fully turn around and you're like, holy shit, like there is something very trippy about it. I don't know the word. And I'm sure PlayStation, this PS2, it's good, but I'm not paying that kind of dollars for it when you have no fucking games. Yeah. That's my problem. So I don't know. I, I feel like when do you think Nintendo is going to throw their hat in the 3D realm or, or virtual reality realm? Uh, I... At this point, I don't think they're gonna. You don't think they ever will? They, they might, love they, they love gimmicks. They'll they'll probably do something like a cock attachment before they do this. I mean, if you <laughs> want to be real here, Brian, <laughs> VR has been missing. VR has been missing the porn aspect. Jim, we did get offered by a company to test out Bluetooth sex machines. Well, let's answer that email. It's a two-year-old email. I'm sure they're still in business. I'm sure they are, too. Look, Brian. Is that our OnlyFans? Super 8 film stock is here because of nudity. All right? So innovation comes from porn. I just... I know VR will be the way. Of the, I, I still believe that to some degree. Like, once it's cheap enough, just like no one could imagine, like, TVs being what they are now, like having shit on your phones there will come a time where it's like you still play shit on monitors or tvs like that's crazy yeah so i don't want it to fail but i think this the writing was on the wall lack of games way too pricey lack of pre-sales it was bound to happen yeah and like we said a couple weeks ago too like there's rumors that they all already knew it was going to be a loss leader and it's just them staying in the market just in case and Sony can actually fucking funny story about Sony. As of today, they outsold the N64 lifetime sales already. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, N64 is only like 33 million units, but yeah, still PS4 no, did it, it in a couple years. Yeah, no, for sure. So if you guys are someone who is interested or would do this, you let us know in the comments below. All right, Jamber. So before we get to our voicemails, tiny boy. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you think of it so far? I haven't had a step yet. Oh, it's so good. It's got, got fucking lacing out the ass with the uh, head. Um, so you just mentioned the N64, ironically. The time we're recording this. Yeah, that's good. That's really good, yeah. Very smooth. Uh, so we're recording on Monday. As you know, last Tuesday I wasn't able to get out uh, a top six music thing. But tomorrow comes out Ocarina of Time. And... Have As, you touched it at all? Since that last time? No. But from the music, 
I've listened to all 75 individual music pieces. Um, here's the deal. What I noticed, and I don't know if it's a trend with all Zelda games or if it was just the N64. You've played through that and Majora's Mask, right? Yeah. Did you ever notice how, I'll just call odd, the music choices are? Like, you have this weird... So you have the standard, what I'll call the Zelda songs in there. Right. You have a lot of weird, like... I don't even know what the hell the instrument would be like. It's not a, not accordion, but it's like like the town's like... Doo, 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 doo. Oh, Song of Storms? Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, the guy who plays that has an accordion, so it's like emulating an accordion. So it's like, I get that very, like, 1800s village feel, but then you have, like, Lon Lon Ranch, and it's like the very, like westerny cowboy yeah that may or may not be on my list i'm just saying yep um but then it's like so i went through all that and there, there's just all these weird instruments kind of thrown in there majora's mask then goes we're gonna do an asian influence yeah i haven't played i've played majora way less than i did ocarina so it, it, I, I just it's funny when I did that like gamer looks at 40 episode like I was a guy who came at it with like I played it as a kid and I haven't touched it since yeah my like memories I just looked at it like that music is so all over the place whereas up until this point now granted you know it's super NES I was actually very impressed by the way with the Game Boy game like oh Link's dude, Awakening dude oh my god how goddamn good and it's funny because some people actually asked me about the color dungeon and i said in that video and i'm just repeating it here that wasn't the original game boy that was a game boy color so i dx did, yeah. I, I didn't include it for that reason but I, that was on my top six and i was like i can't really include it unless i do a separate um i was amazed by how many music tracks were on that that, that game in general is amazing how much i liked it um but no like so now it's like we're in the n64 era and yeah, both of them. Like, they're such goofy themes, but it's not- definitely it's definitely like a more like set PC and like not time specific. Well, obviously, time. It's all about time in that game. But yeah, yeah, like it's weird. It's a darker, more moody. So you know me. I love my my horror films. I've been going through this thing watching old. Yeah, si- death has a very big part in that game. It does, but it's like I've been going back and watching a lot of silent horror horror films, and a lot of the orchestras or whatever you want to call it on YouTube that try to emulate what it would have been in theaters at the time have a lot of the same sounds from legends. I'm like, this is really odd. And ones that even try to sound cheery up, they're like using organ, like they're using weird instruments where I go, this sounds more ominous to me now, like hearing it. Oh yeah. Like the whole thing is just like, even with the happy parts, like something fucked up. Something is weird. Like, yeah, like some of the windmill towns and, uh, what is it called? Kokiro Village or uh, yeah, Kokiro Village or something like that. Like, yeah. like all of them. It's just odd, and I was always curious. Like, since you went through those games, was there ever themes that really stuck with you in those games, or was it just the Ocarina like main theme that stuck with you? Oh no, like uh, Song of Storms is the one that stuck with me the most. Okay, now and then like uh, Epona's song, like you know the the Lon Lon Ranch song, basically. Yep. Uh. The song of time because you do it so goddamn much that sticks out. Okay, yep. Uh, maybe the one to I think of all the temple themes. Maybe the forest temple one stuck out the most. It's funny because spoiler. Now, granted, it will already be out. 
None of the temple themes. The closest was Spirit and Shadow Temple. Okay, they were cool. They were cool, but they were also, like, whenever I do these lists, I'm, I also take into consideration, I'm like... Lake Hylia, that had a cool song. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious. So what's your familiarity with Zelda past N64? Uh, I've almost not touched Nothing. any of it. Because yeah. I'm very curious, like... Did right, I like I never touched Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess, um, yeah, and I played you know like a dozen or so hours of Breath of the Wild. I'm curious if this like weird collection of all these various music styles stayed throughout, or if it went more just like kind of what I call the traditional Zelda path. Like Breath of the Wild is definitely more traditional in a way. Um, it's not as goofy. I'll say that it's not as bombastic. Yeah, at all. So I'm curious, like that. This is part of the fun for me doing this music is legit listening. I go through every song. I told Jim Majora's Mask had 150 like tracks. Yeah, there are so many, but I go through all of them because I'm like, you know what? I really want to experience it, and I'm coming in there very fresh. So I'll just say that. So when you listen to these, I already have ideas for After Legend of Zelda, what I'll do next, but uh. Yeah, it's just very interesting. And you were going through the N64 and mentioning it. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to I wanna throw that out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. So far, I'm surprised people seem to be agreeing with most of my choices. Yeah, so far. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm definitely going to get called out for like, how could you not include this? Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> but, Jambers, <clears throat> speaking of being called out, our voicemail line, which is 267-991-0156. Leave those voicemails. We play them on the show. Yep. So we got from our good buddy, TJ, because I <laughs> oh, recognize good. the number. Oh, good old TJ. Recognize Re- the number at this point. So it seemed to work out last time, so I'm going to do it again. I'm going to play it up to the microphone. Let's see what he has to say. Okay. So I, I need some like recommendations. I know um, y'all are both like, really into like Asian porn and like hentai and everything. I never really got into that, but uh, I, I'm kind of interested in dipping my toe. I mean, could you give me some suggestions of uh, what I need to watch, what I don't need to watch? I mean, anything would be helpful. Thanks, guys. Y'all are the greatest. Except for Jim. Oh, <laughs> Damn, fuck you, Jim! <laughs> You're the best, TJ. I love you. I mean, Jim, this is... Uh... I'm not going to say it's tailored for you. I'm just going to say it's tailored for you. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. On the porno end. Um, like, Asukira is fine. I never got, like, too crazy into her work. She's Mika Tan. Like I, like, I was a big fan, like, turn of, like, the 2000s, like, a little further into that. So, like, Mika Tan and Miko Lee and people like that, like, I was huge into those. Man, I'm trying to think if I know names. I know faces and shapes. Asia Kira, like she was a groundbreaker in the '90s for like the entire. Genre. I know her name, but I don't. If you, I mean, I'm trying to think if I know what she actually looks like. I'll look it up. But go on. Uh, Lucky Star. She's a solid actress. Current day. If you like your women a little older, she's definitely one to check out there. Um. Uh, oh, oh, fuck! Why am I blanking on her name? Like the just. Oh, Hitomi Tanaka. Like, some of the biggest fucking naturals you ever goddamn see. God. Jesus Christ. Damn it. Good luck. It, it's tough to find something not pixelated with her. No, so. no. Just Aza Kira. Like, that's one of the first. It's about right. 
Did you? Uh, she was a. I mean, she's a spokesperson for Pornhub. She's like a. Is she not a mascot? But by the wrong I, word. I just. I mean, you're blowing my mind right now with the names you're throwing out there. Like, I've heard of two of them, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you call them? Ozzy even runs a <sighs> podcast. She's not a bad podcast host. I'll give her that. I checked it out before. Um, <laughs> you say it's shock like they're human. <laughs> <laughs> See, normally. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Brian, because normally I would say something like yeah, that. Yeah, good job, Brian. You're, but that's what you're doing. You're like, I'm shocked she can actually talk without a dick in her mouth. Like, oh, it's shit. Fuck. How weird. I mean, isn't that the whole deal? Like, isn't the most infamous, uh, what's her name, Mia Khal- Khalifa? Khalif? Oh, yeah. She's more Middle Eastern. Like, yeah. is it, but no, no, I'm saying, though, isn't she, like, very outspoken about, like, Oh, she's very anti-point at this point. Well, like, she's been on a lot of podcasts, and I remember something crazy, like, she said, like, even though, like, she has, whatever, call it thousands, she's like, that was all done over, like, an eight-month period. And Uh, Well, her story is she only made, like, 15 grand over, like, a three-month period. And, like, the top artists of the world, the the porn fanatics, they figured out that was a lie. Uh, it was like probably closer to a year, but she made probably like close to a hundred grand or something. No, but I'm just saying like, it is crazy that in just that short time is like, that's her entire catalog. And then she was done. Yeah. Like that's mind blowing. Literally came and went. But Jim, I think he's more getting to the hentai stuff. See, hentai is weird because that's one I never got like, it is weird, Jim. Fair. <laughs> but it's one I never got like super hardcore into like finding like one, like, storyline or genre and stuff like that like you can just not genre whoa, whoa, whoa. no 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 there's take, ongoing take, series take five fucking steps back you don't care about the story in games and you just said storyline of hentai oh there's long going ones like there's don't like, act like you've ever you're like oh no what happens to suki in this one <laughs> I bet like half of her five just for that alone. I don't know. I mean, if you want to go for the old school one, that's just like the, the mind blowing hardcore one. There's always Bible Black. That's always out there. Those who know, you know. But yeah, a lot of like the actual they're all broken down in a lot of series, and I don't know like the actual series. I would just look it up and go through the pages until I found one I hadn't seen before. Wait, are you talking about comics? No. Wait, what do you mean? Go through like, the actually, pages. Like, well, you know, when you do a search on a porn site. Oh, oh, I thought, no, I thought yeah. when you said pages, I thought you meant oh, like. Oh, no, there's like tons of manga and crap like that that you can get too, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to read. Come on. There's such a fashion. I, I, what's sad is I can remember having this conversation with you in college. Yeah. And it blew my mind. I'm like, nobody looks at like cartoons or anime as porn. I was wrong. Oh, you were dead wrong. I was very, very wrong. It's actually something, it's not as related. Sorry, TJ. Um, I legit want to, I like, I know there's a whole subsection of anime that gets into horror. And I'm like curious, like, what's one that would be a good starter for me? And I heard like Vampire Hunter D or like Attack on Titan might be interesting oh, for, for someone like, like me anime. that's actually into horror. But like, I've, I'm so like, I've never even seen. The closest is Castlevania on Netflix. Yeah. To anime for me. So I'm like, oh, so when you open up this wor- this other world, of it, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I will say, once I started to get like back into the dating scene, and like, yeah. obviously, when I met my wife and shit like that, <laughs> and you get like actual, like, you know, pussy. 
I have no interest in it, like, at all anymore. Like, like I'll watch him, like, eh. Like, I'll try to, like, dip my toe back in, and I'll be like, nah, this is doing nothing for me now. But here, okay, this is a legit question. Yeah. With things like hentai being out there, why would you ever go to that when there's real porn? Because eventually you watch too much real porn and you need something different. But is is that really the case? I mean, I, I mean, I'm just trying to understand. Like, it, it'd be different if it's like you were a kid and somehow that was the first thing you were exposed to and that's all you knew and then you opened up the world. But if you're doing the inverse, like, like every kid, like when you were younger, like, oh my God, WWE seeing Sable, Sonny, it was like, right. oh my God. And then it evolves. But it seems like evolving from human to anime is the, the like a digression, if that makes sense. Yeah, probably. No, I'm I'm saying I I don't know the answer. I'm just like yeah, it's a thing that I just stumbled across, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good this actually. Is, yeah, this and then is it just doing went it. from there, <laughs> turned into a multi-year love affair. Now, now it's an era I can look back on fondly, Brian. Even Jim, though it doesn't quite have the same pizzazz. Jim, I think in the Discord we need in Jim's we need a Jim's crusty corner in the Discord, by the way. And I, <laughs> I think guess so. I, I think we need Jim's recommendations of hentai. <laughs> I I'm so far out of the game though. I'd be very curious. I bet people in the Discord could probably recommend better than I could at this point. Yeah, that's for sure. But that's um Link to the Discord below. It's very interesting, Jim. I'll say that. It's it's a world like it's it's like I said at the beginning. It's like D and D. I've never experienced it, but I'm like, oh, I know there's this whole avenue. I just I don't know. It, yeah, it's like D and D. It's like, do I want to get this far into my nerdum or hentai? Do I want to get this far into my perversion? Just you know, whatever threshold you want to cross, Brian. I I don't. I mean, is there something? That, I try to think like. What is that doing differently than real one? Because isn't that at the end of the day, it's just showing like perfectly shaped bodies, Brian? <laughs> isn't that what porn is? I mean, I guess they can't hold a candle to the cartoons, Brian. <sighs> Damn it, Jim! Damn. The world it's, is your oyster when you can just draw it, what you it's want. It's sad Brian. when someone I, I saw someone do um, one of those. It's not really a meme, but it's like a video, like oh, watching X Men as a kid, and then they show all like the close ups of Rogue. They were, they were, and, and, and there's some question, and I was there, like, there were probably some seeds planted as a young. There kid, was definitely, I love like, some X-Men. I'm like, son of a bitch. I was like, as he's doing the video, he's like, all excited. He's like, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> yep. What's going like? <laughs> so TJ, uh, the real answer is come to the Discord, come to Jim's crusty corner. Keep saying come, Brian. Perfect timing for it. <sighs> I'm not going to ask any of you for recommendations. <laughs> don't write them. Don't say them. <laughs> I guess I'll make the crusty corner. And then by the way, that'll be the NSFW page on the discord. By the way, there is this new thing in YouTube. Now, did you notice when you post a video, there is a specific subsection under podcasts. It's listed as they did that. They did that a couple weeks ago, which I didn't realize. It was like starting with our episode 201 or 200 yeah because one of them got flagged as not suitable for ads and i was like we didn't even curse in the first couple minutes poor, poor optic poor good boy optic that's the episode he was on and that's what gets flagged. yeah i looked at that i was like i re-listened i'm like what the fuck did we like yeah we, i even we, put in for like a manual review i was like i thought like when we have guests we're even more behaved than we are with just us that's why i was like we didn't touch on anything crazy 
I hope the censors don't listen to this far in, but... Oh, we're not making a penny off this one. Uh, we barely make pennies anyway. But TJ, that's Jim's recommendations, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, <sighs> once again, 267-991-0156. Get those voicemails in. With that, guys, we want to say thank you once again so much for listening throughout the episode. Chambers, how you liking this one? I... Like I said, it's very enjoyable. You know what? This is a solid IPA. Um, probably helps for like three beers in. But it, it's smooth. It's smooth. It's not overly hoppy, not overly piney. Yeah. It has like a nice balance to it, but it still gives you that like IPA feel. Yeah. So with that, guys, if you haven't already hit subscribe, please do that. Hit the notification bell because algorithm tends to hate on us because we talk about what we just talked about. And when and if you're listening, apparently the algorithm hates it when you say algorithm too. So we're probably also fucking ourselves when we do that. There you go. So stop it. So if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please hit subscribe. If you give us a five star rating, even if you want to hate on us, we will read it on each and every one of these episodes. Please, we need more haters. Haters, haters bring the views. That's what we need. That's really what we do. So with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, everyone.